Okay, Rabotai, your, your attention please. We've decided that what's most appropriate to enter the holidays, emphasizing, focusing on one of the two divisions that ordinarily have been posted throughout Jewish history. And that is that there are mitzvot ben damla haviro, there are certain commandments that we do in terms of our friends, and certain commandments ben between ourselves and Kadosh And I pointed out yesterday that sometimes a Jewish community finds itself to focus on one, yeah, thank you, rather than the other. In other words, when you go down to Houston, Texas, we were taught and we were told that there the people don't have issues between each other, but rather they are very lax in the mitzvot So therefore the rabbis there, presumably before Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, will focus on those mitzvot that are between between man and God. On the other hand, I find that our Bet Knesset certainly, in our community generally, does focus on the mitzvot Be'adam Lamakom. We all have kosher homes, we all care for where we eat, we pray three times a day, we put on Tehillet Tefillin, and we keep Shabbat. And the biggest question I have to, I have to worry about is that this person ride a bike on Shabbat in an Eruv. That's the biggest thing I have to worry about. So we really have gotten our community to a really a wonderful place. On the other hand, we have issues between each other where we have to make bigger and beautiful weddings, we have to have bigger and beautiful houses, and those issues, Be'adam Lahaviron, are issues. There are situations where people from one group cannot speak to the other people from the other group. There are ideological issues. Thank you. <coughs> There are ideological issues and that which causes enmity between people. That's a horror story. The fact that people that have different religious commitments can't speak to each other is an absolute horror story. And I can't tell you how often it happens to me when people apologize. Three years, it happened to me last Wednesday. Ten years ago, I taught the kid in Hillel. He came to apologize for the thoughts he had about me. I didn't understand that. I was narrow-minded. I came from Dil Yeshiva. He went on and on and on and on. I'm so sorry. So I said, no, it's okay. It's okay. I told him. And how many times have people have come to me to apologize before Rosh Hashanah Kippur for thoughts they've had and for uh, things they've said to me and things like that. So... In that context, ideological differences have led to a kind of social enmity where you can't speak to the other person. There's an anger, there's an intensity about what that people. It can't be you go my way, I go, and I go my way, you go your way. No, it be, it's become where people only even speak to each other because they believe they belong to one ideological group or the other. So therefore, we have to work on our issues of ben <clears throat> dam between each other. And there's no greater source to study than of the Rambam. The Rambam begins with those principles upon which all Judaism is based, its intellectual principles, and Rambam, thinking logically and with a great deal of clarity, says, first we have to lay out the ground rules. The ground rules are the principles, the foundation principles upon which all of this is built, and those are the, what you might call the intellectual aspects of, of it. But the Rambam understands that if you know what's right, you'll do what's right, and therefore the Rambam will, in fact, focus on now, after laying down the principles of Torah itself, there are, there are means moral traits, the right moral characteristics to have, and to become that person who was perfect, Shalem, he has to have both the intellectual faculties in order, as well as the art, his moral attributes, then he can hope for at least some kind of perfection. So the Rambam and Chod Deot begins by telling us people have different character traits. We're not all the same. There are those people who are more or less prone to anger. Some people are very different. Some people are more patient. Some people are more impetuous. Some people have this boiling blood syndrome where he's immediately ready to explode. 
is always angry. There are people who are calm and tranquil and at peace with themselves. They know, of course, Kalal never gets angry. If sometimes he has this little bit tinge of anger, <coughs> he's angry only once in many years. Arrogant people. Now, my history of having been here for 30 years, nobody who's arrogant actually knows that he's arrogant. <laughs> which I find that very interesting. And nobody's ever asked me. People might say, do I keep Shabbat properly? Do I put clean properly? Do I clean proper? But the arrogant people never ask me if they're arrogant. So aren't you curious? Don't, don't you care yeah, to know right. whom I think is arrogant over <laughs> yeah, here? Sure. Don't ask that question. Yeah, no, you're, you're okay. You're okay. a great teacher at the you shul. You're okay. You have a private list. I have a private. I do have a private list. Absolutely do. No question about that. No, but you're not. Sorry. Not judging. You know. I'm not judging. I'm describing. I'm just pointing out. So it's interesting how again that over here. It's all on Shabbat too. Sorry. It's all on Shabbat. Mostly on Shabbat. No, every day, every day, break a list every single day. Okay. I keep my my list. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. So it's interesting how, again, people will ask all kinds of ritual questions about how to make sure that you're cooking properly on Shabbat and not doing anything that's wrong inappropriately, etc., etc. But when we come to the moral issues, the moral quotes that a person should have, nobody asks the rabbi those kinds of questions whatsoever. And I'm sure that's <coughs> true in every synagogue. So the people that are arrogant, very arrogant, and the, I mean, people that are exceedingly humble. To a point, perhaps that's that's going to be exceedingly, exceedingly humble. People that are desirous are tempted by everything and anything in the streets they see. He's never satiated. People that have no desires whatsoever. You give him a Timex watch, he's happy. You give him a big pen, he's happy. You give him a Ford Honda? A Ford Accord? Is that what the Ford Accord? Honda Accord. Honda Accord, sorry. Oh, Civic. No, Civic's not safe. You have a, you have a, you have you, is it Civic safe? Civic's not safe. I have one. Sorry? Civic? If not, it's not safe. I know, I gotta worry about my, my cargo, my grandchild, my children. So you want to make safe, of course. So you're happy with minimal. He does not even care about the little <coughs> few things. So therefore, the Rambam over here begins by describing the whole realm of people. Different types of people have different needs, different character traits, different personalities. So this is the way you begin. Now you might be thinking, what does all this have to do with ethics? How I treat people. The Rambam is a very fine doctor of the soul. Somebody who has an appetite, financial, is never happy. Always needs more and more money. He would not be satisfied if he had all the money in the world. And sorry, we're in this. We're there. From he who loves money will never have enough money. He could be worth billions of dollars. He can't even spend all the money that he's had. And that's true of many. That really, there are people out there that have. Too much money. They can't spend all the money. And their children are taken care of. Their grandchildren, the great grandchildren are taken care of. So, but they still work. They still go out. They need more and more. So, the pursuit of money becomes a psychological need that they have. And there are people that, it doesn't mean you're a billionaire necessarily. It's only relative to what you, how you spend. You, you could be a um, hundred thousandaire. 
But if you don't spend any, if you don't spend any money, then that's enough, sufficient. It depends what your needs are. So there are people that might have less than they need. You don't need that. Put it back. You don't need that today. Don't. It's been absent for. Oh, oh, okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. So yes, because the shadin, I feel. The people that have a little bit and they're fine, they're happy. Doesn't even pursue that which he needs. Give him bread and water. He's happy. Not a problem. And there are those people that go to another extreme. It's interesting. Means not only do you deny yourself, but you're an ascetic. You and there's schools of thought that go back two thousand years. Yes, sagfanut. Sagfanut. Yeah, the sagef is somebody who did who's a set ascetic. Yeah, yeah, sagefanut. Right. So those people, and this is a strain within Judaism itself, where if you fast, you're more praiseworthy, and you deny yourself, and that person he doesn't even need a little bit. He looks thin as a rail. And again, going back to Talmudic times, Mishnah times, you have those people that are so self-denying that they need nothing, they want nothing, and they live life in a very minimalistic kind of a fashion. To the extent where Rabbi Yudah Levi has an interesting comment in Severa Kuzari, where it's as praiseworthy to celebrate God with joy and happiness, having a beautiful meal, as to fast. You don't have to fast, feel yourself more pious. You can wear a nice shirt and feel good about it, right? Blue especially. You look, you... <laughs> and you, you got the memo. <laughs> yes, I did. So, and, and you could really dress in appropriate fashion and eat in appropriate fashion, and that's serving God. As long as your intent is l'shem shemaim. <coughs> so it's a question of your attitude. We have to spend something. People do not care. So he says. In every character trait, you have a span of options, from the extreme to the extreme. The Rambam wants to then deal with those people who are on one extreme, rather the other extreme. What should one do? And then he's going to feed in to enumerating those appropriate character traits that we should all have. To be continued tomorrow.